Today's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcasting Network. For more episodes like this, check out BREELnetwork.com. We haven't done a good intro in a while. Like a start out where we just like, Welcome back to For Your Distraction. I am one of your hosts, Scott. And you're like yeah. whisper yelling right now. It's you're a whisper like, yell? It's like you, you're trying to yell, but you're also whispering like, yeah, welcome back to Fort. Yeah, it's like a whisper yell. Well, it's like you're trying to yell, but you remember you have a family that you don't want to wake up. So I don't think it's that. I think I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm going to pull a Jamie Foxx and I'm going to blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol. Go, We've been drinking. Uh, so. Uh, uh, uh. Plus, uh, I had some dental work done, so I'm on uh, painkillers. So you're like a double dose. So right when now. you when you have painkillers, and we did it shots, and now we're drinking beer. So I'm feeling pretty good. You feeling are pretty good. Okay, yeah. that's a good thing then. Never mind what your body's telling you. Don't mix painkillers and alcohol. If it feels good, it feels good. So <laughs> before we do the beer of the show, Adam, I have a big announcement. A big one. Big, huge, huge, huge. It's a, so it's first the, off, it's the greatest announcement in the entire world. It's to ever be announced. First off, I'd like to apologize to our listeners for last episode You're because always apologizing over the serious topics. Stop it! I felt like our entire show, first of all, went a little long, but not only that, we talked about politics the whole time, and I hate doing that. I hate doing it. I don't mind talking a little bit. A little bit's good, but we talked the whole show, Adam. I want to avoid that. Let's be honest. You love it. Be no, honest. I don't you love it. You love it. Especially in today's day and age, I don't love it. But my big announcement. <clears throat> yes. Last episode, we discussed school board a little bit. And Ta- tad bit. What would you say about school board? It's not as big as senators oh, and I think I think you said it was useless. I said it was useless. I said it's not as useful and it doesn't get as much done as senators and congress and up because of money issues because if you're on the school board grant there's a higher chance you don't make as much money as senators and congressmen and the president you don't make any and all money. stuff exactly so you don't make any money. therefore not really anything gets accomplished for the most part because it's all about the money baby so not only you <clears throat> but you telling me that last week kind of kind of fired me up a little bit but i also have a friend um as you know, Adam, you and I are both members of the Mercer County Young Democrats. We live here in western Pennsylvania in Mercer County. We're, we're members of the Mercer County Young Democrats, but I'm... I'm loose. I'm loosely a member. They always seem to meet when I'm at work. So. Technically, you're a member. So... So, I'm also a member of a different group. I'm a member of the Democratic Women of Mercer County. And I know what you're thinking. Everybody's got a group. I'm not a woman, right? I wasn't thinking that. But oh, well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not a woman. I'm. I think deep down inside, Scott, deep down at your core. Well, deep got, down inside, in all of our you cores, got, you got a bit of a feminine wild about you. I've said it before. Gender is just a social construct, so gender doesn't matter. But I am a member of the Mercer County or the Democrat Women of Mercer County, and you, you don't have to be a woman. You can anybody can join. And one of the, the, the president of it, actually, she's a friend of mine, um, 
basically, I'm beating around the bush. A little bit. That's what I have to show you. Um, Are you trying to be a member of the school board? I'm going to post this. I'm making it official here. I am running for school board. Are you legitimately running for school board? Or is yes it like, and or no. Or is it like one of those things where it's like, I got a job. I'm just going to do it just to throw my name in. Yes and no. See, how it works is if you want to be on the ballot, you have to go out and get signatures and you have to turn these signatures in to the courthouse before a certain date to get on the ballot. I had no intention of doing this. I've often thought how I'd like to be on school Busy board. sitting here drinking too much beer to do that? Eventually, I thought to myself, I'd want to run eventually. But, you know, now's not the time. I, I got too much well, going on. Well, the thing to remember, to, a bit of encouragement, Scott, is you got, you got a couple daughters. They're going to be going to school at some point. Would it be better to try to become a member of the school board when they're going to school to try to fix things? Or would it be better to be a member before they go to school to try to fix things so that when they go into it? Well, you bit of encouragement. Bit of encouragement you do, for you. You do have a point. Well, I'd been people been in my ear, you should do this, you should do this. And I was like, well, I'd like to eventually, but I, I don't think I'm going to. See, I live in a school district. It's West Middlesex School District. It's here in Mercer County in Western Pennsylvania. It's a very small district. And I'm not from here. I moved to this district in 2002. So I've lived here for 15 years, but I didn't attend school here. Eh, plenty of time. I Who didn't cares? I didn't attend. I don't have a, a last name of, of a family that's <laughs> from here. So I never thought I'd actually have a chance of winning. So the ballot came out, okay? There's four vacant seats for the school board. And there's three names. On the ballot, only three people got their signatures together, and, and so there's a complete open seat. So I said, "Wow, everybody's trying to get me to run. There's only three people running for four seats. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pull the trigger." So I'm doing a write-in campaign, a write-in campaign. So if you get picked, what's gonna stop you from doing it? What do you like, mean? If if they, if you get picked to be on the board. I'm going to be on the board. Okay. Well, the, well, you're you, the way you're talking is like, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know if I'm actually oh, no, going to do it. Or I didn't know that I was going to do it. And then I finally made the decision that I was. Oh, I thought you, I thought you got your no, name on. on the ballot. And no. then, and then you said, well, I don't know if I'm actually going to go through my it. My name just will not be on the ballot. The, my, I did not get my shit together in time to be on the ballot. But you're going to be on the board. If I win. I gotta win. I thought, first. You, I thought you said there was four seats open, four people running. Isn't that an automatic win, basically? There's not four people running. Who's running? There's three people running. There's three, excuse me, there's three people on the ballot with yes. four open seats. Uh, okay. So okay, then, let me how, how do you not get in then? Because, first of all, you have to get a minimum of 10 votes, which hopefully. Which you can, you, I said, you can get. So I ordered business cards, and I have, there's three different polling places in the. West Middlesex School District. I have people going to each polling place and handing out my cards that say, write in Scott Malanke for West Middlesex School Board. They're being handed out to people as as we go. And so I thought, oh, this is going to be easy. <coughs> Since then, another person from this town has started a write-in campaign. Uh-oh. So it's not going to be as easy as you make it out to be, Adam. Skedios. So this other person is a Republican. Oh boy! And they are very pro charter school. Um, 
I actually know the, I don't know this person, but I know the family and they're a good family. So I, I hope that if this person wins, they would do the right thing. I'm very pro education. I come from a long line of teachers. So you're asking, there's different things I'd like to do. Yes, you, you nailed you nailed the nail on the head when you said you know you have two young daughters, and I do, and they're going to be school age before you know it, and I want them to have the best education you can have. So, basically, long story short, I'm running for school board. So if anybody listening to this podcast lives in the West Middlesex school district, I really would appreciate your vote in the Pennsylvania local primaries on May 16th. All you have to do is when it says school director, you write in Scott Malenke, S-C-O-T-T-M-A-L-E-N-K-Y. And I will post my awesome sign I had made. So I'll post that on our social media. And if you live in the West Middlesex area and you listen to the show, I would appreciate just an email to let me know that there is anybody in the West Middlesex area that actually listened to the show. I would appreciate that. What's our email, Adam? For distraction at gmail.com. That is for your distraction at gmail.com. So <clears throat> I've gotten to the point where it's basically like, what have I got to lose? Yeah. I mean, nothing, that's how. Nothing to gain. That's nothing how, to win. That's how, all, that's how all great movements get started what is people saying, eh, what do I got to lose? Why not? If. Anybody wants to go all in and put I'm not going to I'm not going to put tons of money into it. I'm not going to do anything like that. But basically people were talking my ear off trying to get me to do it and I think I've got some good ideas. Got some good ideas. If if God, at the very God least, willing I was be able to get elected. At the very least you have some ideas. Whether they're I good or not, you've got some ideas. Got some ideas. More than what I can say what most pol- politicians have. So I'm rooting for you. If I could vote for you, I would, but I can't. You don't so, live in West Middlesex School District. I don't live in this rat hole. So, no. bit of a rat hole. Not it's 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 tiny, 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 tiny. Well, you could always go hand out paraphernalia for me. Oh, that takes work. I've got a job. <laughs> I got a full time job. You I'm going. Get I'm done going. In I'm time. going back to school in three months. I got to get prepared, man. I got. I see I, how it is. I got to make money, man. That's what I, I got to do. See how it is. And I was going to make you my campaign manager. Oh, you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that, Scott. It's going to be a lot It's going to be a lot of manager. booze and alcohol and stuff like that that campaign. No, you don't want that. It's going to be a lot of me hold on be like, "Hey, let's get Scott Malinke elected. Like, what do we got to do first, guys?" Well, you're the manager. What do we have to do? I'm the idea guy. All right, so I'll keep you posted on that. Yes, keep so. me posted. I will be in full support of you, Scott Malenke. Full you. support. 100%. 110%. Give that extra 10. So the beer of the show. The beer of the show. Let's get to drinking now that we are finished talking about politics for the episode. So this is a beer I've had before, and I've actually been to this brewery and had the beer there, and I was pleasantly surprised to see it in bottles in our neck of the woods. So I picked it up. It is from the Columbus Brewing Company in Columbus, Ohio. It is their IPA, India Pale Ale, which I'm a big fan of IPAs. Adam, I know you're not. 
You've said it many times. You said you like them more now than you used to, but you're still not a real big fan. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan, but I mean, they're growing on me a little bit. They're growing. I on personally me. really like IPAs, and I've been, I've not been picking IPAs for beers of the show because I know you don't <laughs> like them. And I've but, always encouraged you: don't worry about that. Let it go. Pick I know. the beer you want to pick. And I didn't. I picked the beer I want to pick. Good job. I've had this beer before. I know I like it. Um, and I was excited to see it here, so I think it's your turn to go first. It's it is my turn. Um, the Columbus Brewing Company's IPA India Pale Ale. I don't like it. Don't like it. Not a fan. You don't like IPAs. I don't like it. I don't like it. I've had a, I've recently had a couple IPAs that I have kind of enjoyed that I've said is mm-hmm. you know pretty good. I don't like it. It's so insanely bitter. For my palate, at least, it's insanely bitter. If you don't like IPAs, this is going to hit you, and it's just going to vibrate your taste buds, not in a good way, you know, not not in a great way. So, so you're telling me you're gonna <clears throat> you're gonna drink this bottle, and then you're gonna switch to Yingling? I'm probably gonna do that, honestly, to 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 get the the taste off me, honestly. <laughs> like seriously, like it's it's not it's generic IPA, I guess is what you would say. There's no my trademark is soon to be on this term wow factor to it there's it's just like you know generic ipa very strong ipa in my opinion so if you like ipas you'll love it it's got very bitter taste but if you don't it's not gonna hit you i give it a two out of five two out of five i can recognize it's a good ipa so that's why i didn't get a one but i still didn't like it personally so it's a two fair enough Fair enough. I think you're being generous, but thank you. <clears throat> I'm, still gonna fin- days- I'm still going to finish this bottle I'm drinking, though, because I can't, can't – despite the fact I don't like it, I can't bring myself to waste beer. So Right. There's this place, you know, next time we record, we're gonna, if God willing, I'm going to have you come over and we're going to go to this this lovely place. It's over in Ohio. It's not far from here, but – they have a craft beer selection that will blow your mind. And we're going to select some beers that I want you to find the wow factor, Adam. You always talk about the wow factor. I want you to find the wow factor. I will be more than happy to find the wow factor. So we're going we're gonna to go do that. So we'll keep you guys posted on this. I'm going to give the beer, well, it's a good, it's an IPA. I don't think this is overly bitter at all. I think it's a classic IPA which definitely has that hoppy flavor. And if you hops can get very bitter. So if you don't like that, you're not going to like this. But I've had double IPAs before and triple IPAs. And those ones, enough to make your teeth rattle. So this one is very tame compared to those. So if you think this is overly bitter... I'd like you to try a double IPA. Oh, my face will be dead at that point. Um, I might have a heart attack or something. As I said, I went, I've gone to the Columbus Brewing Company. Wasn't impressed. Was not impressed with the brewery. They had like a menu. They actually had like a restaurant there. The food was <clears throat> very par to Midland. Very vanilla. Very pedestrian. I wasn't. I wasn't pleased at all with the food. The beer on tap, they only had, they were a brewery, and they only had like a handful of their own beers or half a dozen of their own beers, and they had like Bud Light, Miller Light, 
Coors Light on tap. Anything light and lost I'm just points like, with you. Why are you a brewery and you have these other beer? Like I was. Anyway, I I like this beer, but I don't think it's anything spectacular compared to other IPAs I've had. So I'm gonna give it a three point five. Really? It's also gonna lose some points because I'm just not a fan of the city of Columbus. I mean, it's okay. I'm not an Ohio State Buckeye fan. I think they suck giant dicks. But uh Come on, it's gotta be an impartial judgment on the beer. Can no, we- I can give it whatever the fuck I want and I can rate it on whatever I want. The bottle is just very plain. The <clears throat> there's nothing fantastic to it. I'm sure you'll take a photo and and put it on our social right. media just to show people what it is. But I'm gonna give it a three point five. Very, very average. I like IPAs. Still, still slightly like above beer. average. Still slightly above right, average. Right, right. But it's because I like IPAs, and I haven't had one in a while here on the show. So, the Columbus Brewing Company IPA. That's that's what you're doing for me. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Scott, have you ever heard of the TV show Catfish? I have. You have on MTV. Yes. What do you think of that show? Um, you know the concept of the show, right? I the do. Con- for those of you that don't know, concept of the show is Catfish is an MTV TV show that has nothing to do with music, obviously. Um, where these nothing two- to do with fishing either. Yeah, that too. Where these two guys, these hosts, they follow these Neve, Nev, Nev. Yeah, it's Nev, Neve, Nev, and Max. I think it's Neve. Is it Neve? It's spelled N-E-V. I think I think he pronounces it Neve. There should be two E's if you want to pronounce it, Neve, but Maybe. Max, so the the guy Max, he looks like he's like 30 years old. He does. Except he's got like gray ass hair. He does too. Like how do you have gray hair when you're like 30? It's MTV. They probably just threw, threw him a bone. They probably just threw, threw him onto the uh, host list. But the show is about these two guys that find these – Late teens, like I'm talking like late teens, early 20s people that get in these online relationships with these people and they say, oh, you know, how'd you meet? Blah, blah, blah. How'd this happen? Like, are you interested in meeting them? Um, Basically, the concept of the show is they um, when they find these people, they they orchestrate get togethers with the person that fell in love with them, with the person, the online presence. So. A lot of times I imagine, I've only seen ever, one episode ever, but a lot of times I imagine it's a girl that fell in love with a guy online and they orchestrate a get-together where they take the girl to meet up with the guy online and they find out that, oh, it's not what they said they were and blah, 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 and this shit like that. What do you think of the show? So it all started, I, I kind of know a little bit about it. It started out as like a full-length special the guy, the main character, Neve, he himself got catfished. And it started out with this special that aired on MTV, and it was insanely popular. He was apparently in this long-distance relationship with somebody online who he'd never physically met. And and that's when he got down to, like, okay, I'm going to, like, look into them and investigate this. He found out that the person he thought he was talking to for all these years wasn't really who they said they were. And and the whole story about catfishing, there, there's 
it, it was some kind of metaphor for something. They explained it. it made no fucking sense to me. I'm I, I'm like Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm really not good with metaphors, <laughs> so it didn't really make too much sense to me. But that's the reason why the show is called Catfish. It has some kind of metaphor to do with catfish when they put them in a holding tank to with the other fish they're trying to catch. Just like fuck with them. I don't know. It was weird, but. The whole point was this special that they did was so insanely popular. So the MTV or, or Neve himself, they got this great idea. They're like, I can't be the only one who's being catfished out there. So they started the show where each week, each episode, they find somebody online who see- – basically somebody says, hey – they send him an email and they read it. Hey, Neve, I've been in this long-distance relationship with this girl – you know, and we love each other. We've been together for 16 years. <laughs> I'm just making this up. Like, basically, not, I've never met her. Off. I've never met her, and we we've talked on the phone like twice ever. Like, I'm like, okay, that's a big red fucking flag right there. Right. So, and then he like goes to get this, and he has like all this kind of technology. He's like almost like an investigative reporter, where he like gets down to the the brass tacks, and you know, nine times out of ten, it's. Not who they say they are, and it's a big disaster. Apparently, they're still in the air, though. They're going on their season six. Six seasons in a movie, I heard. Yeah. yeah. Movie? Wait, movie? Well, the first one was like a movie. The oh, very okay. first, yeah. Well, I've only experienced part of one episode of this, and my sister started watching this on Hulu, and it's actually before I came here today. And I was watching part of it while I was looking other stuff up on my computer, and... As I was watching it, the main character, I guess you would say, her name is Sunny. Okay. Okay, and she was in a relationship online with this quote-unquote dude, <coughs> talking back and forth, texting, all this stuff. Never, uh, I don't know if they ever actually talked physically. I can't remember. They might have. Um, but they were always texting like, oh, and eventually got to the point where they were texting along that apparently a texting messaging relationship led to I love you and I want to marry you someday kind of thing. That kind of like real early 20s, late teens, pathetic kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, where you didn't learn the lesson and it's time for you to learn lesson. And I'm sitting there watching it and it's came to that point of time where it's like, hey, these two are going to meet up. And I'm sitting there. I'm looking at my sister. It's like, here it comes. Here it fucking comes. Like she's going to get her whole world blown up. She's she's going to realize how dumb she's been. And she's going to grow up and it's going to be great. I'm sitting there eating it like fucking pudding. Like here it comes. Like here it comes. And you answer the door. And it's an overweight girl who's just been fucking with her the whole time. Like, there it is! There it is! That's my fucking sprinkles on my pudding right there. There it is. She got fucked with. And by the way, the girl that was, like, the main character, she was kind of a bitch. Like, not really, but, like... The Sunny was a bitch? Yeah, kind of. Like, when they pulled up to the house, like, the person online had talked about how... I don't know if they talked about how they had money, but they talked about how they did all this kind of stuff. So I think her expectations were a bit higher. And when she pulled up the house, the house wasn't shitty, but it was like a one-story kind of like real small like house a ranch. in this neighborhood. Like it was in it was in the middle of the suburbs. So it was like it was it was it was it was not I wouldn't say shitty, but it wasn't nice. It was your average, I guess, lower middle class kind of house. And when she pulled up, she was like, "Oh, is this it? No, that can't be it, is it?" And I, and the second she said that, I was like, oh, you're a stuck-up bitch. And that's, that's all I'm hearing right now is you're kind of stuck up because that's your expectation. So I was like, okay, she deserves this now. She deserves this lesson, this life lesson. And it turned out like the person that was um, 
not she wasn't fucking with her on purpose. It was more like she was lonely because she's been bull- bullied all her life, and when she created the Facebook profile, it was to get back at somebody, but then it just kind of led into other things, and she was using it as like a connection to other people in the outside world kind of thing. It was a real sweet story, but at the same time, I was like, Sonny got her fucking ass handed to her, and I'm real happy about it. And I'm real, because that's 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 my cynical mind. I'm real happy about it because it's like you've learned your lesson. Don't don't be don't be dealing with don't no no online relationship is gonna lead to anything like that. Come on. Have you ever been in an online relationship? I've never been in a relationship. That's not true. Yeah, it is. You've you've had girlfriends. No. What about that? I don't want to say names. No, that's fine. You can say the name. I date. I know who you're talking about. You I dated. I dated. Okay. I dated. I well, dated her a few term times. You want to use? But dated. here's the thing that didn't go past like three weeks. Oh. So and I was in college at the time, so I could only ever see her on the weekends. So that was even less time. So I never. I've never actually been in a relationship with anybody. Mm. Well. I've never been in an online <coughs> online relationship with anybody, but I was in a long distance relationship, and it, they're hard. They're hard. I can't imagine meeting somebody online, just not knowing them at all. And like, that's so weird to me. I, I can't. I'm not going to be judgy, but it's fucking weird. Oh, I'll be judgy because I've seen those like late teens like relationships turn into like. Oh my god, I love this person so much that I've only ever talked to for about five minutes, but they're going to be the person I'm marrying for the rest of my life, and blah, blah, blah. And, and I understand it's a lesson that needs to be learned, but it doesn't mean I can't enjoy it while they learn the lesson. So so when I was young, I was, I was in high school. Fucking high school, I know. <clears throat> I went on vacation to the beach in South Carolina with a friend of mine, and... Our other friend, there was three of us. I went with my friend and his family. His family go there every year. Summertime, we went, and I'm in my prime. All right, I'm in, I'm in my oh, prime. Yeah. So I met a girl. Girl. She, I met like, a girl. A Carl girl. Coral. Carl girl. I met a girl. I met a girl. And um, this was a long time ago. She was quite attractive. And she was from Cincinnati, Ohio, nowhere near where we live. And it was, like, great. Like, I met her, like, one of the first days we were there on vacation. And her family was there, like, the same week we were. And so I freaking hook up with this girl on vacation. It's what what you do. And I really liked her. And as we both went home, first of all, when she first met me, she tried to catfish me. But I'm not meeting her online. I'm meeting her in person. She gave me a fake name. She told me a fake name. What was the name? What was the fake name? She told me her name was Kia Kindlewood. Oh, that's a, that's oh, a it's fake. So fucking fake. And she told me she lived in San Francisco, California. Her name was Kia Kindlewood. Were you like, okay, Kia from San Francisco? With quotes in your hands? Well, okay. Well, see, I was young and dumb and naive. What I should have done was leave it at that. Leave it as like your nice, you know, Kenny Chesney song where you you have some a, a summer love and leave it at that. Right. And then that's the end of it. You know, that's it's one thing maybe you reminisce about and, and that's the end of it. But no, 
But no, I was young, dumb, naive, all those, whatever you want to use. So we started talking. After vacation was over, she went back and she told me her real name. And she told me she lived in Cincinnati, not San Francisco. And so we started talking over the phone, long distance relationship, to the point where I started driving to see her. And she came here a couple times. We, we were together for like a long time. And it was horrible. It was awful. She was a terrible person in the long run. <laughs> and she was she was younger than I was. Not much. A few years. And it was just a just being that far away, not really knowing the person like you should. It ended horribly. And um I guess I guess you learn from your mistakes. I was so young. I was so young. So was she. But we were we were both so young. You learn from your mistakes. You become a better person. But I can't imagine some of these episodes of Catfish on MTV that I've seen. The situations here. I would have screamed. Like, I thought I was stupid. But at least I had seen the person face to face. I had gone to her house. She had come to mine. Like, yeah, when I first met her, she gave me a fake name and fake city. But for all she knew, it was going to be, like, a summer romance and that's the end of the story. Which is pro- would have probably been better. That's what. Oh, it- yeah. That but would have been a good memory. That would have been a good memory. It would have, yeah. It would have, you would have said to yourself to this day, that's the one that got away. Who knows what could have happened. But, well, we, but now but I we, fucking know. But we had yeah. a good time at least. Yeah. Live for the moment. Right, Adam? Right. You live for the moment. That's all As life Eminem is. As Eminem said. Life is just a series of moments. What, what did Eminem say, though? What was it? What was the song? Live for the moment. You want it. You never, <laughs> ever let it go. Go. You only get one lie? shot. His knee's weak. Palms are sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love 8 Mile. More- Clarence's parents got a real good marriage. <laughs> More of the story is Skype is your Skype. best friend. I mean, it's so, like, like how stu- how fucking stupid can you be? I imagine Catfish it can't be on for that long. It still is. I mean, what you say, six seasons it's, in a movie? It's still going. Like, it's currently on. It's like, six seasons. Like, people are aware of this whole Catfish epidemic we're gonna call it right now and and in today's day and age with skype with facetime with everything like you gotta you gotta ask yourself all right hell even snapchat i've been seeing this dude for some time now and i ain't never seen him (laughs) i never met his family all he does is text me and like there's a red flag. Maybe, maybe. Oh, maybe I'm just like these guys on MTV. Maybe I'm being catfished. You got to ask yourself these kinds of questions. Don't don't be stupid. No. Don't be stupid. So we haven't done one of our lists in a while. It's been some time. Yeah, I figured let's let's give it a go. So I was thinking about movies. And what else would you be thinking about? Well, there's a lot of things. But movies... <laughs> I was thinking about movies that were remakes or and or reboots you that picked, I really enjoyed. You picked the worst list for me to make. I'm sorry. I uh, had such a I had, I've had a, I had more of a difficult time with this list than I've had with any other list. And we've done top 10s before. We're only doing a top 5. And it's we wanted to do like remakes or reboots that we like they don't have to be like some of mine on my oh, excuse me, some of mine on my list 
aren't nowhere near as good as the original, but I enjoy them. So they made my list. What about you? Um, I've got a couple that I liked, and then the rest are just like fillers, I guess. I can't stand reboots and remakes. I don't like them. I can't stand them. They, they're God, bad. You need to be less cynical. No, but I like the originals. Why would I watch a remake when it's basically the same thing as real, just updated CG, or CGI and shit like that? Like, it's it's... No, I'll just watch the original. What do I care? Out of my five, I think three of them on my list, I like maybe four. Definitely three. I like the remake better than the original. And that's hard to do. It is. It's a, it's a thing. You made you chose a list. Why don't you lead us off? Okay. I'll go with my number five. And this is one that you know I'm going to have on my list. I know. And I like I liked the reboot. It's a reboot, not a remake. It was a reboot. I don't consider and, that to be any difference, really. Like, uh, reboot and remake, who gives a shit? It's all the same yeah. thing. Yeah. It's all the same thing, basically. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. So I liked it. <clears throat> it was nowhere near as good as the original. And the original is one of my favorite movies of all time. This movie I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought it was fun. I accepted it for what it was. Adam, you hate this movie. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. My number five is the Ghostbusters remake with the all I'm female sorry, did you cast. Say, did you say Scooby Doo? Scoo- no, you said Ghostbusters. I'm Ghostbusters. Sorry. I, I get those two movies confused because Scooby Live Action Scooby Doo and Live Action they're the they're, they're almost the same movies. I get those confused. I'm I sorry. like the I'm Ghostbusters sorry. remake with I'm the sorry. all female cast. I had fun with it. It's nowhere near as good as the original Ghostbusters, and I don't think they ever tried to do that because the original is a classic. It's just it was fun to me. I I enjoyed it. I liked being immersed into that. I don't want to say universe, but I guess culture again. I, I liked it. You shake your head. I know you hate this movie. I'm trying to not say anything because every time you bring the movie up, I have to sh- th- throw my opinion out there. But I'm trying to just let you have your moment and let you have your movie. That's what I'm trying to do. Well, that's my number five. What about you? Um, my number five, like I said, there's only like one or two that I actually enjoyed. The rest are fillers. So I guess my number five that I mildly enjoyed was The Time Machine. Um, I thought oh, the remake of H-G-O's. the... H.G. Wells. Yes, Apparently there were, I didn't even know this. Apparently there was another older Time Machine movie. Oh, yeah. But I was looking up movies on lists and I realized the one that I saw was a remake and I was like, oh, okay, well I enjoyed that movie, so There was one from like the two thousands <coughs> that came out. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. It was okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It but it, it was, was entertaining. It wasn't a good it, movie. It but. was fascinating for me because I love I love Time Machine or a time travel movies and video games where it shows you a distant future and a distant past and a far future and stuff like that just their theories of what it might look like what it might be the moon exploded exactly and this one took you not just to the future took you the future and then it took you to the even further future to like the end of the world which you thought was the past but it was really after the end of the world when it like restarts yeah yeah so i thought that was really interesting so i put that as my number five that's cool my number four is a movie that I've seen the original and I've seen the remake. I like both of them, but I would go so far to say that I like the remake more than I like the original, and I really like the original too. 
And I'm talking about True Grit. I only never saw the remake. I never saw the original. And I know you're not a fan of westerns. We've talked That's about fine. them before. That's, That's fine. Yeah. It's better than Ghostbusters is what I'm going to say. Um, the original was John Wayne, and the remake was Jeff Bridges. Both Didn't John Wayne say Pilgrim a lot? Didn't he say Pilgrim all the time? When when like, he he like, did, but I don't know if he did it when he was playing Rooster <laughs> in True Grit, but maybe he did. I don't know. I haven't seen the original in a really long time, but... Uh, True Grit is my number four. Good, good Western, good adap- adaptation. Very similar, almost, almost scene for scene, almost. I can't remember if I saw the remake or not, so I can't Jeff remember. Jeff Bridges? I thought you did. I, I might have, but I then again, it all blend. All westerns blend together. They're all basically all the same movie, so I have no idea. Um, I saw Magnificent Seven. That was a great movie. I, I mean, that movie. was a good movie. It's a it remake. Was- it's on your list. No, but I mean, it was a good movie. No. It wasn't a great movie. I didn't even know it was a remake. Yeah, so. Magnificent Seven is a remake, and I have never seen the original or the remake, so therefore, it's not on my list. So. Remake was entertaining. Okay, it was a good watch. You've never seen the original? Nope. Okay. Um, my number four, I put on there, Evil Dead, the remake of Evil Dead. Um, it's not better than the original. No, how could you be? It's hundred percent not better. The original is great. It's amazing. Uh, you can't be better, and I don't think they were trying to be better. I think they want to turn the cult classic campy horror movie into like an actual legitimate horror movie i don't I th- like that i don't I like, like the it campiness I, of I don't it. like it either but i think they did a good job doing it though and then in evil dead 2 an army of darkness it pretty much becomes self-aware yeah and the the humor of it is almost better than the horror aspect the first evil dead was trying to be a legitimate horror movie but it was like a b horror movie yeah. that was so bad it was great and in Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, they know that. And it is. It's so yeah. great. I love that. I love that trilogy. But like I said, I will say like the remake, they were trying to go for a real horror movie. And I think they succeeded. I think it was an actually good horror movie, but it's nowhere near as good as my favorite Evil Dead original. But I'll throw that as my number four. Throw my bone to chew on. Okay. Throw my bone to chew on. My number three is one that will come as no surprise to you. But it is Star Trek. The Chris Pine Star Trek. I the, pine yeah. for Chris. So it's it's a reboot, but I love the way they read and, and a lot of Star Trek fans don't like this. But I'm good with it because I'm such a huge Trekkie. And I love the television shows. We got a comic book sitting here about an alternate universe yes. right there. Like, it's alternate universe. Yes, we do. I love... I'm, I'm a huge Trekkie. And I love how they were able to reboot the films without taking away from what has already been done. I'm going to stop you right here for a second. Okay, we're going to go back to a previous of your picks. I think, and I don't know if this would have worked, but I think maybe if they would have went the Star Trek route as opposed to what the route they would have went to, I might have liked the Ghostbusters remake better if they would have said, if they would have done the alternate universe kind of thing. Maybe maybe that would have played a little bit better on me if they would have done it that route kind of thing, you know? I'm just throwing it out there, like, if, because, like, I understand... At first, whenever I was like, when people were talking about Star Trek, like, oh, why did they have to erase what the original, like, the original was great and everything like that, blah, blah. And then when they did the Ghostbusters remake, I was like, 
Well, I mean, I don't understand why it can't exist in the same universe, like, or even like an alternate universe. I don't understand why they had to completely erase the original. So I kind of get where they're coming from a little bit. Maybe if they had done it that way, I would have liked it better. So, But at the very least, what you're saying is Star Trek kept the original universe intact and just made an alternate universe. Exactly. And they tied it in with, the, with Spock, Leonard Nimoy's character, yeah. how he traveled through time, the space-time continuum, and he's in both realities. Yeah. So he's he's the central figure that ties them together. And it's just... Great this, homage to Leonard Nimoy, I, I, too. I, 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 I love... That man is fantastic. I have a special place in my heart for Leonard Nimoy. But I would go so far to say as Star Trek, the original series, Star Trek, the next generation, television shows are amazing. Oh, yeah. The movies... Well, most of them are amazing. I'm talking... Well, every episode... I can't rate every episode. No, but. I mean, like, most of the series. There's some series that are, like, kind of iffy. Like, mm-hmm. Voyager's great. DS9 is oh, iffy. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just talking about the original series and the next generation. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, all the series No, together. no, 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 okay. no. I was going to say... I'm talking about the original series and the next generation. Fair o- enough. Only those two television s- series. Amazing. I love both of them. And the only reason I'm using those two is because they both have movies. The movies, as a Trekkie, I love them. But let's be honest. The Star Trek movies are not that good. The television show, is that, they are that good. Yeah. So when people ask me, what do you like better, Star Trek or Star Wars? I, I found the answer to that question. Television show, Star Trek. Movies, Star Wars. It wor- It's a bit of a cop out, but it works. It is. It's totally a cop out. I but- just, I just watched. I told you, I just watched the Darmok episode of Next Generation yeah. today. That's a great episode, right there. Shaka when the walls fell. Darmok and Tanagra, or Darmok and oh, fuck, I can't remember the. T- I can't. What's? I can't. Captain remember. and Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, I like how they. I like how J.J. Abrams. Started this universe and it's been going strong for what three sh- three movies now. So, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. So, Star Trek is my number three. My number three. Um, once again, another film. Haven't hit my real ones. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, the remake with uh, what was it? Two thousand. Yeah. What year did it came out? Whatever it 03, is. Three maybe. Something like that. Me I don't too. know. The one with the running zombies and they were still same movie. Just they're the in the mall. Run- yeah, they're in the mall again, but they're now running zombies and they're trying to get away. And that was a good zombie movie. I thought it was a pretty good remake too. <clears throat> didn't take anything from, away from the original and just kind of added to it. It was like a, it was it was a good zombie movie. It didn't try to add too much backstory to the characters and try to make it super emotional or anything like that. There was a bit of emotion, but not too much. And it was just like ah, it's a good zombie movie. I like it. So. I like it. It's nowhere near as good as the original. Didn't say it was. No. Like I said, it's like I said. This right. is a fill-in. The next, the, my number one and number two are ones I genuinely liked. So yeah, like I said, it's a fill-in. Yeah, I I I liked the Dawn of the Dead remake, but <laughs> the original is still so much better. And I loses points for me because the original was they were in Pittsburgh, and the new the remake they were in Milwaukee. Like why? Milwaukee. So, so the whole George Romero universe should always center around Pittsburgh. So that's yeah. a good cool. Okay, so what about number two? Number two. My number two, this is a great one. Uh, 
I'm gonna go with Casino Royale. Hey, James Bond, Casino. Ro- I'm a huge Bond fan. I've seen every James Bond film, including the original Casino Royale, which I don't think I've seen. I don't it's, think I saw the original. It it before Doctor No. Ian Fleming's first James Bond novel was Casino Royale. His second one was Doctor No. Doctor No was the more popular. So it's like, what's the the Chronicles of Narnia? Are you familiar? Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is not the first book. It was somewhere sandwiched in the middle, but it was the most popular one. So when they made the movies, they started with the most popular one. So they kind of did that with... When when the James Bond unit, the first James Bond movie everybody knows is Doctor No, you know, yeah, it's Sean Connery, Ursula Andrews, what a babe coming out of the water. Oh, I love Doctor No to, is one of my favorite Bond movies of all time. Little do people know that prior to Doctor No being released, they did release Casino Royale, but it was released by a small. <laughs> company like a b like it was like a bbc release and james bond the ursula andrews was in it but james bond was like she was james bond james bond is just a code name yeah it's not really a person which we've come to know from later episodes so it was like and it was really bad i've my dad's my dad is the biggest bond fan and i got my love of bond from him he owns them all including the original casino royale which is so bad that when daniel craig when they remade it and almost rebooted the franchise when they went well, they from, did reboot the they franchise. did they did when they went from pierce brosman to daniel craig and there was a big gap in between the brosman yeah. and the craig movies <laughs> When they did the Casino Royale, it started the new Bond films that we know and love. I love Casino Royale, the new one. It's great. It's my number two. Fair enough. Uh, My number two, I guess, is actually a movie that I've told you to watch. I can't remember if you've actually seen it or not. Um, Remake of a classic, classic Stallonism movie. Uh, would be the Dread movie with Carl Urban. I watched it. You did see it? I've seen both of them. Okay, yeah. I can't remember if I ever actually asked you. I if just you saw recently it. watched it. It was on Sci Fi Channel. Okay. It was on actual what TV. Did you, what did you think of the remake? Um, I loved it, personally. I thought it was a great, mindless action movie that didn't have too much of a, of a main story to, like. Like, if you remember. You sto- didn't tell me that Cersei Lannister was the villain. I forgot about that. That's- um. But she didn't look that great in that one. She, was, she, she had like scars. Yeah, and she and was like all like she was badass yeah. though. She, oh yeah, she was. But like, I love the original Judge Dredd. I loved that whole movie. It's so great, so amazing. And I even like the. I even enjoy like the the whole overarching story of oh he's a clone and oh you know he's got to you know take back the law, take back the law, and all this other bullshit. But I really enjoyed this Judge or this Dread for. Just being a dread movie, you're just following a judge on one of their missions, and it just so happens that there is a minor corruption in the the judge uh, <coughs> hierarchy, but it's not some big major thing. They're just trying to solve a like defeat a gang kind of thing. It was no overarching mindless st- backstory that you need to follow and all this sort of stuff. That's what I loved about it. It was just an action, great action movie, and Carl Urban was amazing in it. He was great in it. 
What did you think of it, though? <clears throat> I enjoyed it. I like the original better because I like the campiness of the 1990s Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme action films. But as it stands alone, though, if it were to stand alone without the can without knowledge of the previous movie, how would you think of it? Um, <clears throat> it's it's tough. It's well, tough it's like, to get past. Well, because it's like it's like I asked you what you think of the movie. Like, it was all right. I liked the original one better, and you described the original one. I was like, well, I want to know what you think of the new one. Like, what did you think of the new one? I liked it. I liked it. There was some. There was some parts. The whole uh, his his trainee that was like the mind reader. I could do without. Wasn't she was good looking? Wasn't Judge Dredd a comic book though before? Because I think it was a comic book before, and I think I believe it. I and think I th- it was. Yeah. And I think that story arc was part of the comics that there were. I could be completely wrong, but I think if I remember reading about it, that that was part of some of the story arcs that they just never included in the original. Last week was uh, Free Comic Book Day. It was. There was a there was a Judge Dredd comic. You should have grabbed it. I I, I didn't. I I reached, I reached my quota. I would have had to pay. I mean, I would imagine. Well, even like I would. I don't like I said. I don't know. I think I remember reading about it. That being kind of historic, but I would imagine dystopian future, cybernetic like enhancements and stuff like that. There might be some people with latent psychic abilities and I things liked, like that. That's, I like the idea of the super city. Yeah, the fact that they had that many people living on the planet was was <laughs> mind boggling to me. But it, it, it takes the same idea from the original with the. The judge, jury, executioner. Yeah, that, that's cool. That's that's a cool idea. I liked the movie. I did. I was pleasantly surprised. You've been talking it up, but I liked the original so much that I really didn't think I would like it, and I did. So I, I hope they make a sequel. I hope they make. I honestly hope they turn that into like a small series of movies where every every few years they'll come out with another one that's like another one of those like mindless ones where it's like you know it's following Dread again and his partner you know doing another adventure kind of thing. That would be welcome. They could start a universe, what, is what you're saying? Yeah, they start a universe. You know, you know. Anyway, what's your number one, Scott? What is your numero uno? <laughs> uno, 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 numero. My number one is Ocean's Eleven. Really? Yes. And let me tell you, I love the original with the Rat Pack. You know, with Sinatra and Dean Martin. Never saw it. Never saw it. It's great. But the new, but the new one, I think, was from the early two thousands. What a cast! It was good. It was. A good I mean, movie. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, everybody, Don Cheadle, Casey Affleck, what's his name, Scott Can. I mean, oh my gosh, it was that that cast was amazing, and it's a great heist movie. My, one of my favorite heist movies, and so good. Better than the original, and I love the original, but it's just it, it's dated. It's so dated, and you can tell. The newer one with the new technology and how they're able to do the tech, love it. Love Ocean's Eleven. It, Ocean's Twelve, Ocean's Thirteen. Now there's a new Ocean's Eight coming out. All female cast. Sorry, Adam. Which no, I'm super disappointed in that movie that's coming out. Simply because there's no original cast members a part of it, really. George Clooney, I think, makes. No, he's not. He's somebody not, makes he's, a cameo. It's it's Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Linus. But he's not part of the crew, though. 
He's not part of the crew, and not even Julia Roberts isn't part of it. If Julia Roberts was it, then I'd see it as a yeah. legitimate spinoff, but right. it's not even her. That's the reason why. Give I, it a chance. Well, no, that's the Give reason why chance. I argued. I argued it doesn't need to be a spinoff. Make it its own thing. If you're gonna have an all female heist movie, fine. Make it its own thing. Don't piggyback off of an Ocean's movie. Make it its own thing. You know what I mean? But if they would have done that, people would have said like, "Oh, this is Ocean's Eleven with girls." It's better than saying like, "Oh, it's Ocean." Where it's better than saying, "Oh, it's Ocean's 8. Where's all my other Ocean people? Like, where are they at? Not even Julia Roberts mean, is get, in there. Get Danny Rusty and Linus. That's all you need is those three. I would be happy if Julia Roberts was at least part of it. If she was at least part of it, then I'd be like, "Okay, I get it." Get Julie Roberts, get Catherine Zeta-Jones, get the two of them in there somehow. Just tie them in. Have them be the mentor to the group that are actually pulling off the heist. Have them be like the exactly. Saul character. Exactly. With George Clooney at yeah. the backside making like a quick 10-minute cameo of like, yeah, here's how we're doing it. Like, fun. like yeah. it's You know what it says to me? It says to me they're not confident that this movie's good enough to live on its own, so they have to piggyback off the name. Do you like Ocean's 11, 12, and 13? I liked 11 and 12. 13 was a bit iffy, but I enjoyed it mm-hmm. is what I'm going to say. It was it was a decent movie. Yeah. So, I like them. But that's that's all it means to me. They can't. They're not confident in their movie that they gotta say. Let's piggyback it off that. So. Ocean's Eleven is my number one. My number one. We already talked about it. Star Trek. So Uh-oh. let's get past that. It's, okay. We already talked about it. Star Trek. Yeah. I. Well, that's the only only double we had. <coughs> I have a couple honorable mentions. I have two honorable mentions. Go for them. Um. My first honorable mention is Planet of the Apes. And I want to be specific on this because the original Planet of the Apes with Charlton Heston and Roddy McDowell is amazing. I love it. And there were several films. And then in the early 2000s, they did the reboot remake with Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. That movie sucked. I did not like that movie one bit. And they didn't do anything else with it, thank God. But then they did the rise of the Planet of the Apes. It was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Dawn, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Thank you. Rise was the second one? Yeah, that was. I think that was the second and one. War was the third? It's the third one to, to come out. Okay. Dawn. Who, yeah. That I liked. That had James Franco in it. That's James that Franco. Yes. Yeah. I liked that film. And that made my honorable mention. My second honorable mention is The Bad News Bears. Uh, the remake was with um, Billy Bob. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. I was drawing a blank here. Too much booze. Billy Bob Thornton. The original was Walter Matthau, which was funny as hell, and I like the original. But the new one was totally Billy Bob Thornton. Such crude humor. Completely different. I liked it a lot. So those were Planet of the Apes and Bad News Bears were my two honorable mentions. Okay. Yep. It's good. If I had to pick an honorable mention, I'd pick like The Incredible Hulk, which was had Edward Norton in it, which was the remake after that terrible Hulk movie that was what's his name? Who who did the Ang Lee? Was it that did the original Hulk movie or whatever? Was that it? Yeah. I guess my pick on Benz would be like the Incredible, which was more of like, I guess you could say it's more like a sequel than a reboot, but I consider it more of a reboot because it revamped the franchise and brought them into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, if I had to pick one, it'd be that. 
Now, the Ang Lee one, Eric Bana was the Hulk. Yeah. From Troy. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Bana was the one with Edward Norton. Was that a direct sequel to that one? I think it was mostly a direct sequel, but it was considered a reboot because it kind of revamped it. Okay. It, it kind of like it didn't it didn't um it didn't go through the origin story as much. It just kind of like gave you like a brief synopsis kind of and then it kind of got into him being on the run. So that's kind of why I would give it an honorable mention even more so than it being on an actual list. See, the Hulks the Hulks had some trouble. I mean, they had Eric Bana, Edward Norton, and now they're with Mark Ruffalo, who it seems like Mark Ruffalo has has taken the the reins. Yeah. He's taken the helm. He's done a nice job with it. I don't know if they're willing to throw their hat over the wall and do another Hulk standalone. Well, they're with him. Kind of, well, they're not. I don't see a Hulk standalone happening, but they're kind of doing more Hulk-based stories. Like the new Thor Ragnarok has yes. a lot, lot of Hulk in it. Like the Hulk appears in a lot of other Avengers. Well, he's films. like a main. He's like a main part of the story in Ragnarok. I don't yeah. think he just appears. I think he's like a main because the world that Thor is on. If you see it in the th- trailer, the, the world I think that's Hulk world. That's what I think that is. I think that's that's the world that Hulk takes over. Like he's he. If I've only ever seen like the animated movie, but I never read the comic book. But if I remember correctly, in the animated movie that I watched, the Avengers shipped Hulk off to like space. So that he can go like another planet where he wouldn't cause any harm to anybody, but he couldn't shift into his. I'm not gonna say he couldn't, but he wasn't doing it. And when he hit the alien planet, the aliens hit him with some thing that kind of pulled his human brain into like fusing with the Hulk brain, so he couldn't transform that back down into like the Bruce Banner character. He was like Hulk, but like a little bit more intelligent, so like he could be more coherent and talk and shit like that. I don't know how they're gonna do it in Ragnarok, but that's what it felt like to me. Huh. I don't. I don't know if I like that but we'll see <clears throat> i was always wondering that because i loved the trailer we the one trailer we've seen for ragnarok when you see thor in like a gladiator style <laughs> arena haircut, with haircut uh, short and everything yeah with uh, jeff goldblum in the stands loving him and the hulk comes out of nowhere I love that, but a part like, of me was ha, like, ha, ha, yes, and like, what is like, we're friends from work, it's yeah, okay. It really, but a part of me was like, well, how the fuck did he get there? How the? Who knows? It's uh, it's we'll all find out. it's all alien yeah. bullshit. So, so, okay, yeah, I think Marvel's had trouble. There's been a lot of different Hulks. There's been a lot of different Spider Mans. Think three, right? Three for each. Now, yeah, three. Now. Eric Bana, Edward Norton, Mark Ruffalo. And then we've had... Tobey uh, Maguire. Tobey Maguire, James Garfield. And Tom and Holland. Tom Holland. So... Tom Holland is, so far, the third one, third time's a charm, apparently, because the third seems to be the best. So, I don't know. We have such a small sampling size. Third time's a charm, Scott. Don't ruin it. Okay. Whatever you say. Third time's a charm. So, Scott, I got a topic conversation before we end the show real quick that I wanted to bring to your attention to see what you thought about this. This is the new, I guess you would say, theory or belief that's out there. It has to do with ancient Egyptians. How did the ancient Egyptians build the pyramids, Scott? What is the story behind that? Slave labor. The Israelites, right? The Jews. 
The ancient Egyptians did that. They 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 built them with slave labor. The Jewish people. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I how wasn't did, there. How but... did how did they get the heavy blocks up those? Like once they started building the pyramids, how did they get they carry the heavy blocks up? How would they do that? How they do scaffolds? It? Like like they use scaffolding, like they somehow the wood was able to support those heavy stone blocks. Yeah, I mean they used they used a, a lever system. You know, that's that's how they did it. Scott, what if I were to, to- tell you you were wrong? Well, I'm always open. What's what you got for me? According to one of to a top top Egyptologist. Mind you, top in his field. Top men. Top men. We being handled by top men. Who's he, who? Top men. What if I were to tell you that the top a, a top belongs in a museum? <laughs> pretty much, a top Egyptologist said the pyramids were built with the help from dinosaurs. I would tell you that that's not right because <coughs> dinosaurs did not live in the same time period as human beings. Now, if you were to say, like, mastodons... Nope, I'm saying Because dinosaurs. mastodons did live during the times of the Great Pyramids, but I'm talking, not in that I'm talking area. long necks. I'm talking brontosauruses. Like, I'm talking, like... Patasaurus? Yeah, I'm talking those ones. Yeah, I'm talking those guys. A team of archaeologists at the University of Cairo, led by Egyptologist Nabir Ibn al-Samad, Samad, Samad, I, I'm butchering that pronunciation, has uncovered ancient papyri and a number of stone pallets dating back to 3500 BC, which could prove ancient Egyptians might have lived amongst some dinosaurs. How could that prove it? Well, I'm going to show you. This is this is an image from a pallet. Image, I got to tell you, images, people listening to the podcast... They can't see the image. Okay, I want you to describe it though. Okay, I want you to just I want you to see it, and I want you to show me what you describe. This is an image that led them in this direction for their investigation. This is one image, right there. That picture that is on a papyri, I believe. That is a hieroglyphic something that they has been drawn, where they are taming some beast, some beast that they claim helped them make the pyramids. So. I'm looking at this. I'll describe it to the listeners. There are two creatures. They are same all, same creatures. They're the same they're kind the of creatures. Same kind of creatures. They look identical. They are almost I want to say feline. They have feline features. Um, they eat. Both of them have long tails and very very long necks that are almost interwoven with each other, and they're nose to nose. Um, would you say the body features seem almost brontosaurus-like? On first glance, never mind your stipulation of "oh, this is not true." Just based on what you're saying, would you say it seems uh, the like neck, the seems neck, seems like maybe. the body, the body features, the body? No, based on somebody drawing. No, it looks more canine <clears throat> or feline. It does to me. Even the legs, the leg muscles are quite accurate as far as mammals go. I, I, I don't see it being a lizard. Are you saying a, a dinosaur is not a, a mammal? No, it's not. It's a lizard. No, it's, it's an avian. 
dinosaurs of uh, birds evolved from dinosaurs. Remember that's that's right. The but they were consensus. unevolved at that point. They're not. They're not. But mammal. they were never considered reptiles. Now, once once people once scientists figured that birds evolved from reptiles or from dinosaurs, they figured dinosaurs were not reptiles. That was a consensus. Consensus. I think they're still con- no. They're, still they're classified not. as reptiles, but they're certainly not mammals. Adam, Here, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up to see if they think dinosaurs are reptiles, but... But they're not going to be mammals. Birds aren't mammals. Birds are birds. But would you th- wouldn't you say that th- based on the long necks and the description that they're going to give, and they're going to give a description... B- there, it, it's not just the picture. There's the hieroglyphics give description based on what they know of the ancient hieroglyphic language. They give descriptions of the beast that was tamed that helped them... Um, <coughs> That helped them uh, build the pyramids. Like, for example, they were long-necked behemoth creatures that would eat the grass. Where are you getting they would that eat, from? They that? would eat the grass. What? You seeing that on there? Because I don't see that. Where are you getting the long-necked behemoths that would eat from the, the hieroglyphics from the people that know how to read hieroglyphs that they and the people that know how to, have studied for decades to read this language that's what that's what they're saying that this is what they're the, the that this is what the theory is that they believe right now or that they're working towards discovering whether it's true or not that they say that there are these beasts that they tame that could <coughs> that would eat the grass of their land and that they were so huge that one tail swipe would swipe away an army that's how big they were and you know things like that well, then that's it. That's got to be it. That's Listen, dinosaurs. Then the world the is 6,000 years old. From the article, it and says. And Adam and Eve saddled up dinos. From the article. No, it took them on stop, the ark or flat earth. Just the, the, the article says, this incredible discovery occurs decades after paleontologists have unearthed the first fossils of a colossal new species of dinosaur in Egypt. So decades ago, they uncovered fossils of a new type of uh, dinosaur uh, in Egypt, and it's supposedly one of the heaviest creatures to have ever walked the earth. Okay. <coughs> have in, they carbon dated? Have they found out approximate? I don't know. I'm just telling you what they're because working on figuring it out I'm right not now. denying that there weren't prehistoric creatures that lived in the area now known as Egypt but who's to say that they were around in the time of the Egyptian empire it says quoting from somebody who uh, did it we can't speculate if this is the species of dinosaur that may have lived amongst the ancient Egyptians but fossil remains are fairly prevalent in the Nile region and these amphibious beasts were definitely among are, are common in the area at the time. So they they walked on land and they went through the water. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it for one second. I Why has this not been made public? Why why aren't we hearing more about this? It's right here. It's, it's You're this is the first I've heard of it. You're telling me right this now. This article this 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 I feel like if this, this article if this was, was way a back grand in March, discovery this article, this article was way back in March. And it's not the only article to to talk about it. Uh, this, this is a, some grand discovery in there and because I, they because <coughs> one thing one thing you'll have one thing I listen to we both listen to a lot of podcasts. One thing you have to learn about certain things during podcasts especially the scientific community there is 
I don't want to say conspiracies in certain scientific communities, but there is. But that's what you're saying. But, well, this has to do with another book that I've read about uh, about ancient civilizations. I talked about it many, 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 many podcasts ago oh, about this guy who's doing research on, like, the lost city of Atlantis and the fact that, that it might have existed a long time ago and there might be evidence of ancient civilizations existing. But the normal scientific community will not acknowledge that it's a possibility and a lot of the times the people that are in the scientific community won't acknowledge it because what it'll mean is they're wrong about a lot of things and they have to relearn things and it means they're not right so they won't acknowledge it so it could be it could be it's possible that it is one of those things where it's like it's been a fact it's been considered a fact for so long that no dinosaurs living amongst men and they're, you know, they died so many years ago and they blah, blah, all this, uh, all this other stuff. And that these are all facts when, in fact, there's a possibility that it might flip the script. Like if this turns out to be true, it could turn the scientific community on its head. And it means so many things will be changed and so many people will be wrong about certain things that it may not be considered mainstream. Like there's there's two different kinds of scientists. There's Scientists and then there's mainstream scientists, which are the scientists that believe the things that are in the facts of the current science books and will not consider any alternative facts. They will not consider anything that might might uh, make it's not what necessarily they, true. It scientists is, it is are true. open. Open. Uh, no, 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 no. They're, yes, they're, they are. You have to have saying, facts. Though. I'm not, but I'm not saying. What I'm saying is, but you can't. Uh, you can't say all scientists are open to facts because not they're all, but the but majority. A, but there's a lot of mainstream scientists, and I've I've seen I've seen interviews with some of these people. I've seen I have seen interviews with other people that have legitimate theories that they want to test that they want to bring to the mainstream and they're laughed out of the scientific community because they're considered fools you're laughed if you don't bring proof i'm sorry a, a thirty-five thousand or 3500 year old papyrus they're not but what but what it is you, but what it not, is that's not facts they're not what, saying it's facts they're not saying it's facts well then then it's not true until you have facts they're not saying it's fact but what i'm saying is you're missing. You're not. You're missing what I'm saying. What I'm saying is in the scientific community, like you're saying, like, oh, it's not true until you bring facts. But a lot of times, if you don't bring facts and you want to say, look, this is the theory I'm working on. Call it a theory, then. This yeah. is this is the theory that I'm working on. Like this could be it. Like it's entirely possible. I want to see what you guys think. And they, those people that even say theory, will be laughed out of the community because it will because it will fundamentally change the way people see things. And a lot of the, a lot of the people that make these decisions are. Like older scientists that have been there for years and years and decades and decades, and they don't want to deal who with it. Who devoted their life who to studying this, and have not found facts contrary to what they've come up with, and they still don't. <coughs> here, go with me. But here, you go with me here. What you're saying is, can, can you go with me here? That's fine. But I'm, I'm just I'm, before you make your thought, think about this. What you're saying is, there's no corruption in the scientific community. That's what you're saying. Ninety-seven. Out of 100 scientists say that climate change is real and it's caused by human beings. And you hear from the conservative right that they're paid. They're, they're climatologists. They're, they're paid to make these things. The three scientists that say that it's not are the ones that are right. I'm sorry, Adam. If, if 97 out of 100 scientists say... The climate change is real. Global warming is a thing, and it's caused by people. That's what I'm going with. 
if you're going to have one scientist that's coming at you with a with a papyrus with a, with a long neck creature and whatever, that I'm always willing to listen. But until you have facts, until you can definitively prove something, it's nothing but just a theory. And there's a whole bunch of crazy conspiracy theories out there that carry just that can hold just as much water as a 3,500 year old papyrus. Uh, nothing. It's not one 3,500 year old papyrus. There's about 30 of them that are that are that are many feet long that all tell tales of this of this thing. There's so many. you think you think dinosaurs built the pyramids? No, no. I'm are you will? Are you? No, I didn't say that. Like, but I'm. But surprisingly, I'm not being as close-minded as you are. You're saying no, it doesn't exist. I'm saying. I'm not maybe, saying that. Maybe. Yes, you are. I'm yes, saying, you are. I need more proof. I need yes, more proof. Yes, you are. You're saying until I get more proof, yes. no, it didn't happen. What I'm what I'm saying I'm is. I'm not going to say it's a definitive thing. I didn't I say it was definitive. Well, I didn't say it was that's definitive. What what I said. That's what I said. No, it didn't. Rewind I said, the tape. Here's the thing. Rewind what the tape. I said, what I, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, do I believe it? I don't necessarily believe it right now, but I think it is worth researching and I think it is something that has to be taken in consideration because of what we're seeing right here. What you're saying is bullshit. Bullshit doesn't exist. Do you exist. think the earth is flat? Because there's been some pretty fire memes out there that have showed that the world. You're calling, that the but you're earth calling, is, you're, well, hey, you're doing, hey, there's no you're calling bullshit. Adam, there's no definitive proof. How do we know that the earth isn't flat? We need we need to seriously keep our minds you open. You can see the curvature of the we, earth. We if you, need to keep our minds in, when open. When you go up in these skyscrapers, you can see the curvature of the earth. Okay, but, but these I, tall I've, you can I've see never it. seen it, so I should keep it. my mind open that the earth is flat. <clears throat> I've never seen a dinosaur building a pyramid, but I'm supposed to keep my mind I've open never for it. Well, to, so to that fact, to, I'm sorry. To that fact, here's what I'm going to say. Okay, we're going to get an argument. But that fact, I'm going to say you never saw Jesus get hung on a cross, but you believe in Jesus. I have faith. Bullshit. Ah, bullshit. Faith. Ah, bullshit. Faith ah, bullshit. Is... Stop. Don't be a child. I'm No, I'm not. I'm just saying you're, like... You're interrupting you're... me by saying ah, bullshit. That's something my, do- my three-year-old does. Because that's what she you're saying. Say shit, but... That's what you're saying. I'm telling you like this is... I'm trying to figure out like... what I'm trying to appeal to your child right now. Your you... childlike instinct of like... I played with dinosaurs possible. as a kid. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to appeal to your childlike instinct like, hey, it, there's this theory. Like, what do you think about this theory? And you're like, ah, it's, yeah, whatever. You know, whatever. It's 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 ridiculous. Like, whatever. I kind of think like, it is I wanna ridiculous. Like, I want to see facts. I want to see... I wanna I, see I'll be the first one if somebody comes at me with proof. And what proof? proof what listen, proof do you need? They found fossils in the area. Uh, I want, dating I back. want the fossils carbon dated. I want the fossils carbon dated. I want them in the same neighborhood. Cause, cause they they were in the same place. They were in the same area. No, 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 not not the physical neighborhood. Okay, the thank time, you. Time the time frame. I'm talking about dinosaurs living sixty five million years before human beings. That's the time frame we're going off of. That's not even in the same ballpark, Adam. And I'm not talking about a physical ballpark. I'm talking about a time frame. This is something they can do. They can physically carbon date this. They can find a reference of time. If you find a dinosaur or fossil record that carbon dates itself in the near nearby human beings, then that is a huge find. That's going to be all over the news. That's going to rewrite history books. That's going to that's going to change the way people think. But you're dismissing it as what the problem is. I'm like, not dismissing it. You if are. you can prove it to me, I'd be you're, I'd be great. I'd be so excited. You're 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 not 
I'm, you're not encouraging the idea to find the truth. What you're saying is like when I when I first gave the idea, and you can look back at the tape, you're like, I don't buy it for a second. I don't. Really. I don't buy it for a second. I don't. And, and I didn't say I could be wrong. And you know what? I didn't say they factually said. That. I didn't say it was absolutely true. They said they found something that made them believe that it's possible that dinosaurs might have lived and helped them build the pyramids during the Egyptian times. And you, the second I said that, you're like, I don't buy it. It's bullshit. I don't I, buy it. I never said bullshit. bullshit. I said I'm not buying it. <laughs> It's my opinion, which I am entitled to. I'm not buying it. I don't think that it's uh, true. I don't think dinosaurs even remotely came close to walking this planet with human beings. I mean, you can give your opinion. If you can find proof to prove me wrong, then I will gladly say that's awesome i'm so excited the flintstones could be a thing when i started this conversation i was kind of trying to appeal to your childlike nature of like oh that might be interesting what if well you maybe they did this what if that happened and everything hypothetically it would be fucking awesome hypothetically it would be but i i'm from the school of thought i've i love dinosaurs i played with them as a kid i I've read on them. I've done research on them. I know that they did not live with humans until more proof, and that's what I want, proof to come out. I didn't want you to – I didn't want your scientific mind. I wanted your speculation. I wanted your, oh, this might be interesting. Like, oh, that sounds really and cool. as far as religion goes, that you, you brought up really that I'm cool. a Christian. Faith is completely different than proof. There's not going to be proof that – that there's an old man with a giant white beard who lives up in the clouds. Why can't you have faith that, you know, maybe the Egyptians, you know, work with dinosaurs and built the Egyptian pyramids? Why can't we have faith for that then? Well, well it can't. It's, it's what, not if, what if it's something that can't be proven? Then, you know, maybe, it's, can't, maybe it's, you know, faith. Science, why can't science can't, prove about God then, you, you know? Can't why, can't argue science science. Prove, why can't science prove God then, you know? Blah, blah. You can't argue science, my friend. You can't. I didn't want to argue science. I wanted, Scott, you missed the whole point of this. I wanted your childlike wonder and your your speculation, and you just called bullshit on the whole thing. This whole, yeah, whatever. I'm done. I'm done with the conversation. He's no, you can't. You can't sing that song anymore. You are not allowed to have any childlike wonder, whatever. No more childlike wonder for you. If you'd like to get a hold of for your distraction. Send us an email at foryourdistraction at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook by searching For Your Distraction. Like us on there. Or we are on Twitter. Search for For Your Distraction. Follow us. You can tweet us at podcastfyd. There's several different ways you can listen to our show. We are on SoundCloud. Search for For Your Distraction and follow us on there. Also, from your Apple devices, we are on iTunes. Search for For Your Distraction on your iTunes app. You can subscribe to us. You can write us a review. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcast Network. That's B-R-E-E-L Network.com. There's all kinds of great shows. If you head on over to Be Real, you can listen to For Your Distraction and a whole bunch of other great shows. I'd like to give a shout-out to our beer of the show, the Columbus Brewing Company's IPA India Pale Ale. I'm feeling brisk, bro. Right. I would love to ride a dino. I would saddle that motherfucker You can't. Up. They didn't exist. Doesn't matter. They didn't exist. <laughs> didn't matter. You can't do it. Well, like, I tell you one thing. Fitment of your imagination. They haven't existed in, in, in my 30-some years of life, and, and that's sad enough. Thank you.
Yeah.